Hi, this is Annie Fox of Family Confidential, Secrets of Successful Parenting. My guest today is Tony Weber. Tony is the producer of the new anti-bullying, anti-racism video that's adding to the momentum of the hashtag RethinkLabels movement. Hi, Tony. Welcome to Family Confidential. Well, thank you, Annie. It is great to be here. Oh, it's my pleasure and my honor, really. I saw your Rethink Labels video and I cried, which for me is always a great testament to the power of the imagery and the message. And so I needed to get in touch with you because um, the anti-bullying thing, the anti-racist thing that's happening um, right in front of our faces on the public stage is so very upsetting to me and to millions of people that I'm, I'm glad that there's some stuff on the other side that is working towards a solution. So kudos to you for producing Thank this you. video. And could you please tell me um, how you got started in, in this endeavor? Well, the, the Diversity Center of Northeast Ohio approached me about, about making a film. Um, they show a film annually at their humanitarian dinner. Um, and usually, typically, that's about the honorees. But I said, this time, let's make a film about uh, your programming and specifically about your youth programming, since it's so important for young people um, today and, and seeing everything that's going on with the disrespectfulness of, uh, you know, our leaders, <laughs> basically, mm -hmm. and the way they're treated in high school. I knew we'd get something really important and hard hitting uh, once we interviewed them. So the idea was to go... Uh, uh, we actually went to a camp uh, that the Diversity Center was holding. And the idea was to interview these kids uh, and ask them, you know, what is the worst thing that they've ever been called um, and how that made them feel. Um, so we got that on film and, and boy, we got a lot. We, it was probably like an hour long of stuff. And if, if I had it my way, it would be <laughs> the whole video would be an hour long. And uh, luckily with, with my company and my, my partners here, uh, we cut it down to four minutes, uh, the four best minutes we could uh, to make it a gripping piece. We wanted to make it hard hitting. We wanted to make a difference. We wanted to make it a movement. And uh, that's, that's everything around hashtag Rethink Labels. There is, a, you can have a discussion. Once you watch the video, you can go there and post your feelings about the video, or your stories about uh, how it made you feel and maybe your own personal story. Uh, of negative labeling. That, that's a brilliant use of social media for sure. Now I'm thinking this is a very um, hard question for um, a person to answer. What is the worst thing that um, someone ever said to you? Because I'm sure there's a lot of shame involved in being labeled, especially if you hear it repeatedly. Um, as one of the girls in, in your videos so eloquently said, it, it messed with my self-esteem. So you know, I know enough about this stuff to know that it can erode one's self-esteem to the degree that you start to believe that some of these epithets being thrown at you actually have some, some merit. So I'm, I'm wondering um, how forthcoming were the kids when you said, okay, this is what we're going to ask you on camera. Well, uh, that's, that's what we do. We interview people all the time. So we make them feel as comfortable as possible. Uh, plus, they were at this camp, and they were sharing their feelings in uh, group sessions, mm -hmm. which was part of the programming. Yeah. So they were prepared. They knew that they were going to share things with us. Um, but it was, it was hard for them. I mean, you could see that right on camera, yeah. uh, how hard it was for them. Self-esteem is, is a, a big point here. 
these kids, you know, are developing, their brains are still developing. So um, them sharing this stuff with us, I mean, they're becoming, they're finding themselves becoming their own, their own people. Um, and these hurtful labels that come out, I, I wanted to share that with everybody so they know what, what is going on uh, in these high schools and how it's hurting their self-esteem and what can we do about it to change that? How can we have a discussion to change that? And that's why we came up with the positive labels at the end, just to see the difference in the kids from when they have to tell us about these negative labels. And then when they tell us about the positive labels, you see their faces and how uplifting they are. Yeah. So let's start changing that dialogue and be careful with the words we choose. You know, it's such a, such an important point. Be careful with the words that you choose. And, and um, you know, I'm thinking that often we hear in the home that we grow up in labels about other people. So, you know, we yeah. feel like it's it's an us and them thing. It's not so much when I go out in the world, I am labeled, yes, I am, but then at home, I'm hearing that it's okay to label other people. And I'm, I'm wondering what messages we can give to parents here um, right. to make them more mindful of the kind of language and labels they use for other inside the home. Right. By the time kids are like 10 to 12 year olds, research has shown that their stereotypes are developed and that comes from the home and their community. But nobody is born a bigot. So it's a learned characteristic and it can be unlearned. So that's where, you know, something like this program is so important for everyone to see as many people as possible that the negative labels can be turned into positive labels over time. And be careful. Be careful how you label. We do it every day. I mean, we describe people like, uh, you know, that fat black man or, mm -hmm. you know, instead of, oh, that smart man or that hardworking man. Yeah, but what you touched on something really interesting, Tony, is it's like we, we go to the easy thing when we don't know someone. We don't understand Correct. them. We don't know them. And so we make huge assumptions based on physical appearance. Correct. Right. It's so, so damaging. Very damaging to describe people in negative ways. I mean, very damaging. So try to be positive. Try to be nurturing with your children. And then they'll, they'll foster and they'll, they'll not develop these negative labels. Mm -hmm. uh, another, another important point is, um, is what the Diversity Center Northeast Ohio teaches is ally behavior. What and is that, that is when you hear someone making the negative labels, it, you interrupt that conversation. You say, why did, why? why did you describe that person that way? Isn't there a different way you can describe them? And, and come to someone's defense if they're you know, being treated uh, you know, in a negative way. That, that takes a lot of social courage. I know from my work at Tweens and Teens that even to stand up for themselves is, it's, it's is hard. hard. Um, to hard. ask them to put their neck out, so to speak, and stand up for someone else, someone they may not even know, takes huge courage. And um, I don't know that we have that many role models for that, quite frankly, Tonya. I'm feeling kind of depressed today when I read headlines about things that happen at, um, at Donald Trump. Um, rallies and and how how people um, seem to be empowered in a negative direction to act out on their basest instincts. That's that's us as adults should be telling our children, "Wow, that's wrong." So that's, we can we can use what's happening. Correct. Use as, it. Use it positively. Turn it around. Say like that, that is that's wrong. That is not the way 
uh, grown up should act. That's not the way someone running for president. I mean, you should have respect for others. Right. So I, I love the idea of using these teachable moments where, where I think Correct. maybe um, my impulse might be to not show my kids some of the footage that's happening in these rallies, some of these violent things. But um, what I hear you saying is, why not use it in a positive way? Use it as a teachable moment and just say, hey, this is, this is real. How does it make you feel to see this? And I exactly. think those kids would probably respond in a very... Um, heartfelt, compassionate way. And, and that was an important point in the interviewing process with these kids in the, in the film. How did it make you feel? Um, and that's when that one girl really expressed how it hurt her self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was surprised by the emotion that came up. Mm -hmm. um, that, that question, just like maybe no one had asked her that question in, in a safe environment where she could actually say it. Because I know with a lot of kids, they wear, they wear a mask during school right. and, and it's for almost self-protection. So if someone is giving them a hard time, they have to pretend they're stoic about it and that it, it doesn't bother them at all because, you know, if they show vulnerability, it, it will probably bring on more of the same um, abuse. But and, yeah, and, that, yeah, yeah, no, you're so right. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's, um, you know, seeing the world through that person's eyes and seeing like making the child understand that, wow, Look, look what they have to go through. What if you were that person and someone said that hurtful thing to you? How would that make you feel? How would it make you feel? Um, I, think, I think it would, you'd a kid would have to lie to say it wouldn't bother me. That would right. be a lie. It would be a lie. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I love that the fact that the Diversity Center of Northeast Ohio is, has these programs. You mentioned a camp. Do they have, um, is that like a summer camp? Yes, uh, it is a summer camp. Mm -hmm. um, it's only a few days, mm -hmm. um, but they also do programming throughout the year. At yeah, the tell schools. me about that, that they are invited into schools? They're invited into schools, mm -hmm. and um, it'll be, it's kind of an after-school program where they'll meet and go through you know, different scenarios of uh, basically bullying and how can you can improve yourself, how you can do ally behavior and turn things around for you and yourselves. Okay, I mean, so here's, whole, a, here's a question yeah, I, I want to ask. Um, I'm guessing that if it's an after-school program, um, the kids, it's it's optional for kids, right? Oh, for sure. Okay, so um, my guess is that the kids who would be drawn to something like that are kids who have been targeted or kids who have high empathy skills and want to be um, positive leaders. I'm also guessing that the kids who are socially aggressive would never go to a program like this and they need to be part of it too. That's true. So That's, how do we how do we help those kids because they need help as well? Well, you're hoping that your leaders can somehow connect with those kids, and the leaders will have the courage to to maybe do that. That's what we have to rely on. Yeah. So are the leaders from the Diversity Institute or uh, um, are they also the D Diversity Center? Are they also um, do they do staff training so that teachers? Um, yes. Some of this. Uh, yes. There, and there's a whole professional side oh, uh, where they go into companies and it's, uh, you know, leadership diversity training. This is great. We need so much more of this. Um, and I'm, I'm delighted to hear that, that this organization exists. And um, I hope that its efforts are successful and that its model is being duplicated in other places. Do you, do you have an awareness of the outreach? Well, uh, we're close to over 7,000 views on YouTube. It's been all over the world, really. 
um, even in uh, Ireland, uh, anti-bully groups in England and Australia. Uh, it's the National Youth Council of Ireland is using the, the video and their programming. Uh, also, um, you know, the Southern Law Poverty Center has embraced it. Uh, they actually made a comment that using those positive labels at the end of the video were, was perfect, and it brought tears to them. Yeah, they're, um, they're a great group, the Teaching Tolerance people. They're, they're and, wonderful. And then the LGBT community has totally embraced it. Uh, the Human Rights Campaign, that huge group, has embraced the video. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm so, I'm so pleased to be having this conversation with you, Tony, because um, you, know, you and I are, are on the same team, though we do different kinds of work, the, the idea of um, empowering kids to do the right thing. That, that's really what it is. And to, to feel good about themselves so that they have the social courage to stand up for who they are without, without shame. Correct. Yeah, that's good stuff. Okay, we only have about a minute left, and uh, boy, that went fast. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love for you to give our viewers and listeners an opportunity to find out where they can learn out more about your work. Right, at uh, diversityneo.org. They can visit that site and learn more about uh, programming and and hashtag Rethink Labels uh, to continue the discussion. This is great. And um, you mentioned before we came on camera that you're going to be doing a sequel to this video. Yes, I will. Uh, I should mention hashtag Rethink Labels. That is the name of the video on YouTube. So if anyone just wants to Google that in YouTube, you'll find the video. But the sequel, uh, yeah, we intend to follow like uh, probably like three of our our students in the video uh, and go to their schools, go to their community and see what they learned in the programming from the Diversity Center uh, and, and rethink labels and how they use that uh, in their schools and community, how it worked out for them. Is it working? So is, that, that's is, the sequel. Yeah, it is, I, I see the ripple effect here. The optimist in me sees, and the educator sees the ripple effect and the power of this. It's not, to, not only to help the, the young person who's being targeted to um, stand up for labels, but to be, to be a leader and to influence other people positively. Absolutely. And watch your words, everybody. Watch your words and watch where, watch where your fingers fly on, on keyboards because those, those are potent words as well. For sure. Good. Thanks so much again, Tony, for your time Oh, with thank us. you, Annie. Thank you so much for embracing the video. This is Annie Foxer, Family Confidential. To learn more about my work with tweens, teens, and their parents, visit AnnieFox.com. And check out my parenting book, Teaching Kids to Be Good People, and my latest book for tween girls, The Girls' Q&A Book on Friendship, 50 Ways to Fix a Friendship Without the Drama. And if you like this podcast, please rate us on iTunes. It will help other folks find the show. Family Confidential Podcast is produced by Electric Egg Plant, creators of books and apps for parents, kids, tweens, and teens. And tune in next time. My guest will be Dr. Hendry Weisinger. Dr. Weisinger is the author of Performing Under Pressure, The Science of Doing Your Best When It Matters Most. Until next time, happy parenting. Mm-hmm.